Family of God teaching series is brought to you by Chumdi Ohahuna Ministry International, Komi. These teachings provides every believer with the knowledge of the Kingdom of God. Tells of what is expected of children, belonging to the family of God and helping all become fruitful believers. Now listen to Pastor Funk. by the help of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. We started on building the blocks of faith, adding faith to what? Virtue. We went further from adding faith to virtue to adding virtue, knowledge. Praise the Lord. Amen. Today we are going to be going another step higher and be considering adding to knowledge ten grants. Every grants. Amen. Amen. Our major text is actually Amen. So we're taking verse 6, our focus is on verse 6 here. The first part of verse 6, it says, Add to knowledge, temperance. It says, Add to patience, and temperance, patience, and to patience, godliness. We'll be handling patience and godliness in the future. Amen. Today, we're focusing on temperance. The English, the English version actually says, You must not only know God, but you must what? So when you're talking about temperance, it also means you, have, you are ruling yourself properly. Okay? Ruling yourself properly. As we advance, we understand what we mean. The International Standard Version says, your knowledge with self-control. Adding your knowledge with self-control. Amen. Why the Amplified Classic says, and in exercising knowledge, develop self-control. So it's all about, you know, our, our flow as believers today. Amen. So from the beginning of this teaching series, we have established that the process of adding, you know, this, this brings, this component of our Christian faith, according to the Apostle Peter, it, it's, it's not a, a conscious thing you have to, it's not, it's not a, a self thing you have to do as a believer. Amen. You, you don't actually consciously control how to act. Amen. We establish that we have to work, depend on the Holy Spirit. The part of operation is taken by the Holy Spirit for those who are open to it. Praise the Lord. So you desire them and you open yourself to the Holy Spirit to do what? Lead you through the path of operation of the additions. Praise the Lord. In the, in the Greek, it is the word ekratia, ekratia, and by Taylor's definition, it means self-control, in the sense that the virtue of one who masters his desires and passions, especially his sensual appetite. Praise the Lord. So, a self-control man is one who has mastered his desires and passions, especially those that have to do with his sexual appetites. Praise the Lord. Why sexual? We will get to know as we advance. Amen. So, what are 
hide the sexual appetite because we must know what our sexual appetite before we know what we want to master or what we have to master. Praise the Lord. According to the dictionary, the word sensual actually means relating to or consisting in the gratification of the senses or the indulgence of appetites. Okay, and this definition is popularly known. It has to do with appetites, right? It has to do with gratifying your senses. Praise the Lord. Another definition says, be devoted or preoccupied with the senses or appetites. You are devoted to your senses. You are devoted to your appetites. Yeah? You are preoccupied by your senses. You are preoccupied by your what? Appetites. And then the last one says, deficient in moral, spiritual or intellectual interest. Let's keep that word. Be deficient. Not only in your moral you know, aspect, but also spiritual and intellectual. Praise the Lord. In other words, it means to be worldly. To be worldly. Amen. And this is definition is going to be our focus as we advance. It means to be what? Worldly. Let's consider the book of Galatians chapter 5. Galatians 5, 22, 23. Okay. So the IRB says, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. There is no law against such things. Now, the fruit of the Spirit, and we have listened to them, and the last one is actually what? Self-control, temperance, praise the Lord. So from this, this scripture, we, we discover that out of the nine fruits, self-control is an important aspect of our salvation that we must possess. Amen. And it's the last one. So as believers, we must understand that it is vital for us to demonstrate to God that He is in what? Control. And not our flesh. If, you, if your flesh is in control, it means you are, you, are, you are devoted to your flesh and not to God. You are preoccupied with your flesh and not God. Amen. Amen. And it also shows that you are deficient spiritually. You know what I mean? In physical, when we see a child that is deficient physically, you can stand from his physique. Amen. He has a very big head or a very big tummy, a thin leg, you know, just evidences of what? Malnutrition. Praise the Lord. You are not growing like me. Spiritually also, there are evidences of what? Mal Malgrowth. Let me use that word. If you are not growing as you should, you are not taking the right things that you should take. You are not adding to your Christian faith. That is what you are. You are going to be looking mal. Amen. You are going to be looking deficient. And that shall not be a portion in the name of Jesus. Amen. One of the things that proves that we are either deficient spiritually or not is what? Our self-control. Is God in control of our flesh? The easiest way to identify a person who has Jesus as he is our Lord is that he carries the majority that Jesus is his boss. Jesus is my everything. And for you to tell me that, yes, you are born again. You have received the Lord Jesus as your pastor. You don't need to announce to me. I will see it in you. Who is controlling your actions? 
who is controlling your ways. Amen. Amen. You share it. Jesus is my boss. Means Jesus is my Lord and personal Savior. He tells me go then I go. If he says sit, I sit. Amen. Not my senses. Not what I feel. Not how I how, 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 how I'm respected. Hallelujah. Because of the deception of the devil, believers are all aware of the fact that many of the problems they are facing today are caused by lack of being temperate. But lack of self-control is the reason why we are suffering a lot of things as believers. Who understand as we move forward? Refusal to practice self-control. You don't want to give yourself the strength. Which, well, even if you try it of yourself, you may not, but we have to depend on the Holy Spirit, but to depend on Jesus. Hallelujah. He is meant to be our, our brain box. As believers, Jesus should be our what? Brain box. Some people say, yes, but God has given us a mind. Yes, he gave you a mind to depend on the mind of Christ. Yeah. Not a mind to depend on yourself. Sure, sure. As children of God, our hope is better to be what? Christ controlled and not self-controlled. It was after the fall of man we became self-controlled. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and even with the self-control, we are still having issues in controlling ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. Also, discipline is an important part of our Christian life. But often neglected as part of our Christian life. Many broken friendships, many harsh words come as a result of what? Not learning how to be temperate. Too many Christians take the attitude that they cannot, uh, they cannot control. You know, they talk about it like it's, it's, it's a monster to them, it's a Goliath to them. They cannot just control their temper. It is not going to be in you. It's not going to be by you. Amen. Amen. Uh, they are taught, they cannot control, they say they cannot also control their actions. Before you know it, has moved me. Hmm. This is not simply, I mean, this is simply not true. That it, it, it's just something in you that is controlling you. No. When we truly depend on the Holy Spirit to help us, we can actually practice self-control. We can practice what? Temperance. Praise the Lord. So, According to scriptures, what exactly is temperance? We have used the dictionary to get the meaning. Amen. From scriptures, what does temperance mean? Quickly, let's get it. It means being able to master your own desires and passions. Like Taya said, amen. To not be protected by your peers. Ah, because Mary and uh, Mary and Nana. They like going for night party. Although I don't like going to night party, but because Mary and Anna is going to night party, I have to follow. They are also Christians, so why? What makes me different? Self-control. Self-control means that you are being controlled by another self, not even your own self. <laughs> Amen. Peers, peer group, peer pressure. Also shown by the world's fans, the latest fashion. Latest fashion says, just wear them skipping, wear them lights. Let it be see through, let it let breeze enter very well. And so because latest fashion is doing it, then you have to do it as a Christian too. That is one of the ways you know that you are not a man that is disciplined, a believer that is what? Disciplined. All your own desires and passions. You don't have a normal timetable. Anytime you see 
it. Anytime you see drink, it means drink. Whatsoever color you see, mistake and drink. No, we must be able to depend on the Holy Spirit and be disciplined. Amen. Not all juice is good for your body. Huh? Many of them have been made in several ways and you need the Holy Spirit to tell you this juice is not good for you. So you have to depend on the Holy Spirit, even to take juice. Amen. <laughs> Another definition is it is an internal restraint, as we say, and as opposed to having, you know, an external restraint, like a, like a rule, right? Do's and don'ts, or we have places like jails, you know, prison cells, using of chains, and the infinite laws that we have in our nations, uh, you know, all over, you know, in companies and organizations, rules and regulations are set in place. You can't just say, ask for me this company, I'll come to work when I want to come and go when I want to go. Is there any company that allows me to do that and they pay your salary? It's not possible. Even commission jobs, most times, they think that you have they want you to sell their clothes. When they want you to go out and how they want you exactly. to come. Yeah. They do it. I mean, we had somebody in church here who, who came to ask for permission to go and do sales of the insurance program on, on Sunday. He's working. I'm a pastor. I can't tell him not to go. He has the Holy Spirit to correct him. Why should I be the one to tell him, no, Sunday is supposed to be don't go. I will be the one to tell you. Praise the Lord. So you see, everyone has the Holy Spirit and everyone has the, 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 the ability, the gifts, right? To be to experience or to be controlled by the Holy Spirit. Amen. Let's quickly read First Corinthians chapter 9. First Corinthians chapter 9, verse 24 to 27. He says, Know ye not that they which run in a race run all, but one receiveth the prize. So run that you may obtain. And every man that striveth for the mastery is separate in all things. Let's use other versions to read it. First Corinthians 9. So they rule themselves in all things. 
we have to do what? Practice this discipline also as believers. Praise God. As believers, if we want to win our crowns and win our battles, we have to be under the control of our head. And who is the head of the church? Jesus Christ. We have to be under the control of Jesus Christ through the person of the Holy Spirit. Amen. And not ourselves. Don't depend on your mind. Or don't depend, no, we have head and, head and hearts. Which of them, I don't know. But don't depend on them. Depend on who? The Holy Spirit. Amen. Also, to be temperate means to be under control of the world, to be cool, to be calm, to be balanced. Be balanced as a believer. Be cool. Don't always be, you know, be harsh. You know, you're always more tempered. No. Praise the Lord. Temperance requires us to be cool, to be balanced, to be under control. It is the bringing of all of us, all that we consist of, under the sovereign control of the Lord Jesus Christ. That we can see from Matthew 16, 24, in Romans 12, verse 1 to 2. Amen. And 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 13 tells us also, to be temperate means to be sober. Amen. Not under any control, other than who? Christ. Some get drunk to be sober, but that is not what we ought to do as believers. We need to be under the control of Jesus Christ to be sober. Amen. Amen. To be fully aware that Jesus is in control. Also, it means abstinence. Your ability to say no, thank you. Okay? Oh, please. My, uh, my case is different. Praise the Lord. Don't always do it because others are doing it. Be always to say, you know, ask for me. You have to excuse me concerning this matter. Are we together? People are gathering together to talk about somebody without any evidence, without any proof, even if there's proof. If they gather, let it be prayers for the person. Yeah. Not to tear the person and dissect the person and say, and instead say, excuse me, you leave there. That's what self-control helps a believer to do. It helps you leave the midst of scorners. Yeah. It helps you stand up in the midst of my uh, malicious people. Praise the Lord. We have to be careful and allow the Holy Spirit to lead us. Bringing ourselves under the control of another self looks like it's a little small self, okay? Like those are addicted to something. They may say, oh, please, when you start seeing me taking one cup, please just carry the drink away. Help me carry the drink away. There's a limit to how somebody can help you limit your drinking as an alcoholic. Amen. Depending on another self to help ourselves be controlled is not sufficient. And in most cases, it doesn't even glorify God. Uh, because when you give the place of God to a man, you are doing what? You are trying to share his glory. And God will not share his glory with any man. Amen. We have to do what? Bring ourselves under Jesus Christ. He is the only way to weep over every desires and every, every passions that we have not yet mastered as believers. Every addiction that we have any issues with. You know, every extreme that we are still having issues with as a believer. Only Jesus can do what? Control those aspects of your life. Amen. So we must be able to bring ourselves 
wonder for Jesus to control us. And powers that have destroyed humanities over 6,000 years. Remember, it was because the first man decided to disobey God and committed treason by giving the devil all the authority and power that God gave to man. That is why we found ourselves in a situation where we have to be talking about self-control. If not, we wouldn't have been in this position. Praise the Lord. So we must trust the Holy Spirit. Walk with the Holy Spirit to bring ourselves under the control of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. And as we do so, God will help us to continually be believers who have self-control. We are going to continue next week on this topic. At this point, let's rise up on our feet and begin to appreciate God for His Word and ask the Lord to grant us the grace to walk with the Holy Spirit in every area of our life where we are yet to be disciplined as believers, where we are yet to walk like His children, that the Lord may empower us to walk with the Holy Spirit and cause Him to send us under the control of the Lord Jesus in the name of Jesus. Open your mouth and for the world to us this morning. We appreciate thank you for teaching Thank you for teaching us. Thank you for teaching us your word. We thank you for teaching us for understanding, for giving us all the details. Lord, we ask for grace. We receive grace to be ourselves under the control of your spirit. Lord, we don't need to get our self We receive grace. We receive grace.
you wake up tomorrow and discover that you think that you are a man, but that's you are a woman, you can start living like a man. Yes. If you wake up tomorrow and think that you are a woman, but that's you are a man, you can start living like a woman. You have freedom of choice, freedom of everything. But we always forget something, that no matter how free you think you are, you are still in chains. Yes. Because even with the freedom and the free will, you cannot just walk into somebody's house and kill the person, can you do that? <laughs> Even with the freedom they are giving you, the actual freedom they are giving you is what they are giving you. No matter the freedom you think that you cannot walk into somebody else and give a person. I remember in my secondary school, my secondary school principal, he's a very, he's a man of few words, he doesn't speak, he's always quiet. But there's something he always used to tell us when he stands on the assembly ground. He tells us in his school, his principal told them, man is born free, but everywhere in chains. Man is born free, but everywhere in chains. There are invisible chains, chains of societal chains, health chains. You cannot put everything into your body in particular name. Do it, you die before your time. John Paul was a man greatly used by God, mightily used. In fact, the likes of Moravo, what he had not done again, again, actually affirmed that the gift of faith that John Paul had was one that nobody has ever had. In God's generals, I was not repeating. He was praying for somebody who had a cancerous face. As he laid his hands on the person, he laid his hands on the cancer. As he laid his hands on the person, he was praying for the face. He just removed the cancer. And he said, Look at it, it's gone. This king just left. Look at it, it's gone. Strange dimensions of power. This guy functioned in the miraculous ministry that was, I would say, for second to long. The grace, the grace was too strong. When he got married, him and his wife were so poor that they are, they are, they are, they are, they are a honeymoon, they did it with fasting and prayers. Did dry fasting for you. See that there. Poverty like no one did it. When God began to open the, open the heavens for him, the miracle ministry began to blow. What happened? This guy began to eat like crazy. God told me to take him to advise him about three things. Number one is great, number two is appetite, and number three is love for money. John Cole died at the age of 40, but his body was looking like an 80 years old man's body. Mm. He could have lived longer. But what? Self-control. Self-control. God does not have a problem in giving you all the things you have to do. God only has a problem with other things you love you. And God prefers you to be alive. You rather have you alive managing some small, small things. Yeah, small, small things. Yeah. And clean his will. That have you come before your time and the purpose he created you for was not achieved. Yeah. So God is more interested in his purpose for your life than your so-called desires. And for us to fully maximize purpose, listen to me very well. We have to understand what self-control is. Like Pastor said, in the, when Adam was created, he was created a perfect man, he was neither, neither mortal nor immortal. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Yes. He was what you call the perfect man. He never, he never, he never needed self-control. He never did exhibit. This is where it is wiring. But after the fall of Adam, these things began to be, become essential. Yes. Because man became mortal. And no matter how long we live, one way to be out of here. You tell me to stay here one day, I would like to do stay. Because you want to person has done We are out of here. Man became mortal. And so, self-control becomes very important, or else you will be unable to fulfill the purpose of God for your life. You will to fulfill it. In this time we live, self-control is very, very important. Very, very important. I remember when we did our ministry fasting last month, 
And Pastor said, it's good now. We love this fasting. We fast one, the first one of every quarter, we fast as a ministry. But we take pretend as if we love what we call feeling light. We say, let's be in ourselves. You hear what I'm saying? We say, let's that at this age, fasting is becoming very important. One month after three months is very important. We are looking forward to it. But that means we are looking forward to the next one, which is what? Uh, July. Because you don't know when you get carried away with all the activities, activities, you don't even have time to do the, the fasting as it were. But when you do that one, when you consecrate yourself for that prayer, you feel spiritually enlightened, physically light. You feel yourself. Discipline, as, 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 as Apostle Paul says, all things are lawful, lawful, but not all things are what? Expedient. All things are lawful, but I will not be made a slave to anything. Anything. I will not be made a slave to anything. That's where discipline comes from. And let me pay that sounds to me. Years ago, get back 10 years there about, you've got 11, 11 years there about. I, I, the Lord made me understand something. That as you grow older, age-wise, your willpower begins to drop. In the soul, you have the emotions, the intellect, and the willpower. The intellect is what you use to take reason. The emotions is what you use to express your reasoning, crying, laughing, jumping, and everything like that. The willpower is what you use to enforce what your intellect has reasoned. As you grow older, your willpower becomes weaker. That's why I say that when your parents, when you're small, they will flog hell out of you and flog them into his house. They beat you like this. But carry your children there. Leave them alone, leave them alone. Why are you beating them? They have become grandparents. They have become, their willpower is not there again to beat them out and beat them to you. Are we together? Why? Because as you grow older, your willpower becomes weaker. That means your self-control becomes weaker. Have you noticed that as you talk to your parents all the time, you know that they are not behaving like babies. You know what it was great, but it's because they don't have that strength again to enforce some things they were enforcing them. It would not leave your prayers, your prayers are not. Look at yourself. What you could manage as a teenager, as you grow older, you cannot manage it. Your people begins to drop. Why is it that if you look at our parents of old, they stayed in one government job till they retired? They stayed in one because you know how that when you start to the trade, there's a risk you cannot take. We are, we are told that you take risk from 7 to 30. Risk analysts and uh, financial consultants say you take your risk from 7 to 30. Once you clock 30, stop taking risk. That means any risk you are not left to take by 30, don't let to take it. Why? Because willpower begins to diminish, it begins to decline by then. So that means as you grow older, what do you need? You need to depend more on the holy goals for self-control. You need to depend more on the Holy Spirit for not your mind. You now need to depend on the mind of Christ for what? Self-control. That's why you heard pastors say, don't depend on your mind. Depend on the mind of Christ. God gave you a mind, but he also gave you the mind of Christ, which is the Holy Spirit that work in you. You depend on him for self-control. Are you know something? I'm talking from experience. There are some things you see yourself doing. You say, is this me? Is this me? You can't believe that you actually did it. What? The reason why I did it is because Self-willpower is dropping. Willpower is, is declining. 
is declining with time. We experience that come with eight people begins to decline. You need to get more of the Holy Spirit for what? Self-control. And I tell you, without self-control, there's a limit you can rise in life. There's a, there's a limit. There is a limit you can rise in life. There's some kind of um, 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 there's, a, there's a level of abundance you cannot enjoy. There's a level of spiritual authority you cannot enjoy. There's a level of leadership you cannot enjoy. Because the greatest of leaders are actually the participating men. How can you explain somebody who is so wealthy, yet he will drive the truck? So wealthy. Actually, they say the rich men are the ones that, that drive the most simple cars and they live the most simple life. The poor men are the ones that, <laughs> that drive the most expensive cars and live the most luxurious life. I was talking to somebody once and he was telling me, he was showing me something and I said, ah, you have more than the person who about you, Pastor. I said, no. You know that? He said, look, I mean, Pastor, I don't have that. I said, don't you know that financial life is make you understand that poor people spend like rich men, that's why they are poor. And rich people spend like poor men, that's why they are rich. Why can they spend like that? Self-control. Self-control. Are you something? But let me tell you, for you as a child, it's going to be more difficult. Because it forces against you and more. Because the devil doesn't want you to fulfill your destiny. It doesn't want you. So you have to depend on the Holy Spirit to have self-control. And I tell you the truth, without it, without it, I will tell you the fact that without it, you cannot achieve anything. You cannot go to no gear. You cannot get to no gear. No gear. You can't get to. So people can't understand how we are doing what we are doing in this country. Preaching to your family alone for years. They can't explain it. On some days ago, I was coming down from the from church, the close from what we were coming down. As I was coming down, I was carrying this room, and I was going to pick up prayer. As I was coming down, I heard some of the down there say, Oh, so first coming, so first coming, give me, give me. Yes, it's only my family I'm preaching to. One of them, as I saw me coming, he just wanted to give us up for me. Then I'm preaching to my family alone. But my son is coming, give me, give me, give me. Yeah, we move this way. We told you my family. When I see the landlady, eh, good morning. What is it? What's up? What's up? Yet it's my family. Is this normal? Is this normal? You need a level of self control to be able to do this. Even though you drop my microphone and leave. You drop my microphone and leave. You need to this one is not, not self control by brain or by emotions or by weeper. Many years ago, I stopped using the power. I stopped using the power. Is that the power? What did you use the It is by dependence on the Holy Spirit. And I tell you, there's a level of greatness that God wants you to achieve. You don't achieve it by depending on your mind. Your new power will fail you. And for that greatness to be achieved, you need self-control. You need to depend on the Holy Spirit. You need to depend on the Holy Spirit. Throughout our fasting program, every night, one day from our way, preparing teachings. What is to take me weeks to prepare? In, in one hour, I prepare it. I preach in it online, and it's powerful. People are watching and bringing out the news A friend of mine that I knew from the university, he was my fellowship president. He, he, he called me from US, from the US, and he told me, he said, Pastor, I listened to some of your teachings. And I was like, Please, God bless you. Keep up with I want you to, later I send you a message, I want you to do something for me. And I said, Remember, I did it for you. But if there was no self control, depending on the Holy Spirit, will somebody be calling from the US? Child of God, you need this thing. You need it. 
Because the generation we are seeing today, I'm telling you, most of the time when I look at our generation, I say, they will be. The generation we are having today, the generation of people that lack self-control, indiscipline. In the, the order of the day in our generation is indiscipline. You want to become somebody, but you don't want to pay the price to be somebody. You want to be great, but you don't want to pay the price for greatness. Greatness is not cheap work, it's not cheap work, it's hard work. You have to depend on grace. You need a level of discipline over the years. Self-control. I remember when I used to train teenagers there. I'll tell them, when I get to 30, science tells us that when you get to 30, all the things you are eating, they start coming out. So once you grow 30, you start putting all it. And I'll tell them, look at me. When I get to 30, what will come out? They look at me and say, it's faster than prayer that come out. It's faster than come out. Nothing will come out, faster than come out. Not get to 30, it's faster than come out. When I, I pass 30, not long, 30. Long. And still, the physique is still there. I know something. When the weight wants to increase, one by by enter fasting. Two weeks of fasting until we come down. That's a check. If I tell you fast now, pastor was we fast. If I tell you pray one, our pastor was it be one of our prayer. If I tell you let's walk up and down and pray for you, pastor, you want to give somebody self-control. You want to pray that prayer. Holy Spirit, I depend on you. I will never depend on myself. I depend on you to have self-control in every area of my life. In my spiritual life, in my finances, in my relationship, in my health, in what I eat, in what I put on. Now listen to me, let me tell you something. Over the years, God has blessed me with resources so that I can dress anyhow. You know some of the people that dress and dress with all the bling bling hair, they don't have money. You see them wear shiny shiny bling, they don't have money. If I want to dress bling bling, I'll dress it. But I told myself over the years, simplicity will be my watchword. Not self-control. I depend on you, Holy Spirit. Yes. To have self-control yes. in every area of my life. Okay. I depend on me at this morning. Holy Spirit, I depend on you. To have self-control in every area of my life. In my relationships. In my communication. In my thoughts. In my life. In my in my So 
blessed by this teaching. To listen to more teachings by Pastor Chimbi Ohahuna, please visit Grace Life Kami Podcast today. Send us an email via ministry at gmail.com. For more information about the ministry, kindly visit our website, ministry.org. Grace to you. Jesus is Lord.